I believe we've got enough technology that if the pharmaceutical industry really wants to solve a situation, they can do it. But the only reason why they're not doing it is because of the spiritual side of it. They are looking to destroy it. And it's not going to be as black and white as people want to see it. But when you dip it, go deep into the roots. Where did the pharmacy come from? This is witchcraft. Yeah. You see, back in the day, the witches used to be like dressing all funny and they're upgrading. They're not, these are guys in suits. Somebody who's looking fly, polished. You'd be like, him? Is he doing that madness? Bro, it's happening. Like I said, if you don't make a decision in this world, someone is going to make that decision for you, whether you like it or not. Welcome back to another episode of Can We Chill Podcast. The girl Vivian. Your girl Melissa. Yeah. We're happy. We're here on another chill session. And today we're joined by two special guests. We're, I'm going to introduce Karen first. Hi, I'm Karen. <laughs> Karen Fadzai. <laughs> and we have, you know Tondurai guys. Tondurai's already been here before, so I'll let him say hello. Hey, hey, hey. What's good, people? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Thank you guys for having me back. We're glad that you're here. <laughs> so yeah, guys, um, before we get into the main topic of the episode, which is, is science replacing religion, we are going to do our little icebreakers. Um, and I'll hand it over to Melissa and so she can start with a little science thing. So my one is, what personal trait has gotten you into the most trouble? So what about you has got you into the most trouble? with people or like just in life i'll go with i'll start with first i'll start with karen okay i'll start with (laughs) no geez i I, I, I thought it's meant to be like ladies first what are you trying to say (laughs) okay cool all right karen the man has spoken what personal trait has got me into the most trouble i think i'm quite talkative i know it doesn't seem like it right now but I am quite talkative, so <laughs> and like non-stop talkative, so I think that's probably got me into the most trouble. But I'm I'm a decent person, so I've been able to talk my way out of it. So I think it's a good skill to have. <laughs> that's always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Tondara, what's yours? Yeah, I, I think you know what I'm going to sort of like. Um, course on what Karen just said I think for me I've been told I flirt a lot <laughs> as in like I've been told I got told that I'm flirting when I didn't know that I'm flirting it's, you know sometimes you can have a normal conversation with just like the opposite sex and then you're just talking and then before you know it I've been told I'm a flirt but I don't believe that I just think I like to talk to people and then people just end up catching feelings or whatever the case is but that's me like, I have a question. <laughs> so, so, when you're talking, what are what are people? What, when people have told you that you're flirting, what exactly are you? So, doing? I'll give you. Are you being? No, 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 no. I'll give you a, a good example. At a time, you know, when someone new wants to start a job, and then they're like coming for like an interview, and they're like stages and stuff like that. So, I used to be like part of the recruitment, like recruitment phrase, like. So there was this girl that came in. So I was told, okay, yo. Walk her through, tell her what the job is, ask her questions, let her ask you questions. So the way we were talking, 
everybody else in the office kind of felt like, oh, you're hitting on her. I was like, what? I'm not. I'm just trying to find out more about her. And that, that sort of situation, it wasn't like I'm touching her or anything like that. It was just, there was a lot of laughing and a lot, you know, we were just having a good time, basically. So I think people kind of felt like, hmm. You we just were having a good time. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> I feel like the way I'm talking to you guys, that's the way I was talking to, to that person. But yeah, that's mm. what I got told. That's, that's what they told me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for me it's probably my bluntness (laughs) (laughs) let's just move on let's just move let's just move flirting is not flirting maybe okay now now you're aware if people have said it watch yourself when you're doing it though when you're talking Mm -hmm. to people you might actually catch yourself in and be like oh maybe i was flirting Mm mm-hmm but, you don't um, sound convinced. I um, I'll, I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's me. I would say maybe like, um, my bluntness. I'm like sometimes I'm sharp and honest and say things that maybe I don't need to say, and it's just could be seen as like rudeness, bluntness, forwardness, whatever that might be. I've just yeah, I'll say the the, the bluntness. Like I just, you know, but yeah, I'll say that. Okay. I feel like my... Because oh, do you know what with that as well? Sorry. Because people normally interpret things the way I didn't kind of intend for it to come out because I've just said it, how it's like come out. Yeah. But then sometimes take things like, interpret things the, the wrong way or whatever it may be. And I'm just like, I didn't even mean it like that. I just said what, what I said and I said what I said. Like... I'm just I'm just trying to say tell us give us an example man because I'm I'm just trying to bluntness I can't see you being blunt I'm like well you don't think I'm blunt Tundra right no this there's a difference between being blunt and being super direct Okay, so what would you say then? Because I think people have told bad people tell me I'm blunt and I think I'm quite blunt and but then doesn't blunt... to the point. But then I was going to say, doesn't um, make it seem like you're being rude, whereas direct is just saying the facts of the situation then and there. Otherwise, people would, you know, interpret you as rude. And as far as I know, (laughs) you're not not rude. Thank you, Karen. (laughs) No, but then it's how people interpret it, because some people literally (laughs) interpret it like that. Like, I could say maybe I'm direct and I'm honest because people tell me that I'm, fa- I'm frank mm. and I am direct. But some people just don't like that. And they could see it as that I'm being rude. But when you know me as a person, you know that's not what I, that's not my intention. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. That's just me just saying it for what it is. And sometimes I say things when they're not needed in the wrong time, in the wrong place. But that's me too. I do that. But, um, you know, life. You grow and you learn. I, that's my case. That's my case then, that. isn't it? People that who don't know me, I'm trying to just have yeah. a good time. They're like, he's hand on you, bruv. He's on you. I'm having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also think making that face. it depends on the situation <laughs> as well. Like, if you're... <sighs> no comment. I feel like it depends on the situation because if you're being very friendly people might, you know, misinterpret that if you're, like, in a work setting, I think, mm. for some reason. 
But then even if you're in a casual setting and you're just being a very like friendly person, people might just be like, oh, he's flirting. Hmm. I, I think maybe it's my Christian side because we believe in, you know, reaching out, winning souls. So I always want people to like feel comfortable and feel at home when they're around me. So I think probably, yeah, I might need to like reevaluate when I'm meeting new people that, you know, who knows. All right. Melissa, over to you. Um, I think, I don't feel like I've ever got in trouble for something that I've done, but I feel like the one thing that people kind of raise with me is like my stubbornness. Um, Because sometimes like I'm just not hearing it. Like when people say things to me, I'm just not having it. And it's not that I'm not having it in the sense of like, I'm beefing you, but I'm just not hearing what you're saying. Like I just choose to ignore what you're saying. And obviously that has been that has caused me some issues sometimes but then because of my stubbornness I don't care so that's a I think that's the it's not a nice personality trait but I think that's the main thing that's I've ever been in trouble like because some people would be like oh you're so stubborn like whatever but I don't really like to admit it but obviously over time I've had to be like yeah okay like I'm kind of stubborn so I think yeah mine is like my stubbornness I think I can see it sometimes in you Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, how? But I, th- I think it's 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 what makes you. But how? When have you seen me be stubborn, Tondra? No, but the thing is, remember, there is what we call stubborn faith. So the word stubborn shouldn't always conne- connote to something negative. Okay. You feel me? So that's 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 my angle. Like it's it's a stubborn in a good way, as in stubborn to say you know you know what this is me. I'm gonna stick with me. That sort of yeah, thing. yeah, okay, yeah. In that sense, then yeah, because if and I'm... sometimes stubborn gets you in the right exactly. places. Yeah, as in like if you're you know if you're too easily swayed by people's opinions, mm. you, you can't get to whatever goal you want. But like stubborn people tend to be able to get further because they don't let the higgy hagger get in the way. Mm. Yeah, I never looked at it that way. To be honest, like never. So I guess that's a positive take on it. So. When people now call me stubborn, my be like okay. five star. Be like I'm five star. Thank stubborn. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all stubbornness as a as a as a good thing, like because it's more you stand in your ground yeah. and that type of stuff. So for me, I it's, it is what it is. People don't like it because it's affecting them, but then for you, you're doing it because of what you stand for what your values are so and if you're not with it you're not with it and that's okay but I feel I've always seen stubbornness as a as a good thing and and I like stubbornness I think for myself I do I think the issues that I've I've experienced is like people because I think when it gets to a certain point like I'm just not hearing what you're saying and I think sometimes you can't have a conversation like that if you're not hearing what the person's saying so sometimes like I can see where people are coming from sometimes and get their point of view but then when I'm at the point where I'm just like I'm not hearing what you're saying I just zone out and I'm done with it so sometimes I feel like it can be a negative in terms of maybe like personal situations but then maybe as you guys are saying it like in in maybe different settings it can be quite like a positive but I feel like sometimes it has been a bit of a negative like as I've experienced it but obviously what you guys are saying makes sense as well like it can be a positive as well so yeah I think with any negative trait you know in people you need to try and find the positive in it and harness that positive because that's what's going to help you develop in the end yeah no definitely definitely 
Oh, for real. But, um, okay. So the, the icebreaker I've got. So basically, if I bought all of you, or if somebody bought you a lottery ticket or a scratch card for your birthday Oof. or as a gift randomly, <laughs> right? Please. And you won millions. All right. And you ended up winning the jackpot. Millions and millions, right? And now the person has come to you and said, I want half because I bought it for you. Oh, I want that's my some some of that is my money. <laughs> and I and I deserve it. <laughs> you, you owe me deserve that is a strong word, my friend. <laughs> you owe me something because I Oh man. So, <laughs> deserve okay, so it depends how you approach me. Why are you giving them? Okay. No, I was actually thinking about this today. Yeah, I mean, yes, they'll get something, but how much depends on how you approach me. If you come with the "I deserve," "I deserve this," no, nah, because you gave it to me as a gift. I'm going to accept the gift. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I like I like that approach, um, Karen. But the thing is, I, I think it then comes back to like who you are as a person, and again, who 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 gave you that that lottery ticket? Because because you gotta think of it. If I didn't win, they, they weren't gonna say anything in it. They just probably gonna laugh at me. But like, ha! Guess guess how much guess how much your gift cost me? A pound, mate. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. But if I won something, they'll be like all up on my face. So I think it's probably gonna be the approach. And how I'm gonna be like feeling about it? Like, well, mate, if if I hadn't worn anything, was there like a backup gift? Because because that could be another way. Like, okay, let's say I didn't win anything. You have spent a pound, mate. Are you trying to say this is all you could say? Yeah, well, had birthday worth a pound. Is that what you're trying to say? Or you know, so that's the way probably I could probably take it. Like, I want to see if I had lost, or, or rather, I won't even tell them that I've won. I want to know what was the backup plan if to say man didn't get that money. They wouldn't come to you. That's the thing. They're only coming to you because you won. If you didn't win, they wouldn't come to you. Well, that's the thing. Approach. But then it also depends on the person, though. Like, if it's a close friend of yours and you know them inside and out and you know their intentions and the kind of person they are, it, it's no, it's no question. You're you're giving them half or however much you know you feel is fair. But if it's just kind of some halfway acquaintance, you know, a work colleague gives you this as a, like, I'm not coming to work the next day. I'm deleting your number. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely that vibe. Definitely. Definitely. But let's say it's Viv. I don't know. Let's say it's Viv that gave you the, the lottery ticket. How much is she getting? Is she getting half or a quarter? Or what, is she getting anything at all? Yeah. Yeah, I've known Viv It's a like year, half time, or so year, yeah. quarter. And I know she's not going to come at me crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're talking half a mil here. <laughs> half is a bit much, Viv. I love you, but half. Half is a lot. I'm going to give you enough to be comfy. <laughs> okay, Melissa, what are you doing? For me, I'm not giving nobody half of nothing. I'm sorry. I'm not giving you half of nothing. Like, I have family... <laughs> I'm not giving you half of nothing. If you decided, once you give a gift, that's like giving a gift and asking for it back is, or something. Bro, if you've given me something, that's mine now. You've given me a lot of ticket. That's for me to decide. 
if I want to give you anything. <laughs> yes, I can give you something. Like me personally, I would give the person something in it. Like if it's if we're talking half a mil, I might give you like a young fifty k or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if it's like eighty million, eighty million, eighty mil, I'd give you a couple mil, definitely. Like definitely, I would give you enough to for you to change your life in it. But half, <laughs> who am I to give you half? And the thing is, like eighty mil. Obviously, for example, if you give somebody forty mil, like it can actually go quite quickly, you know. And a lot of people are not good with money management, so. A lot of people can blow that in a good few years. There was even somebody that won the lottery. I can't remember how much he won, but it was in America and he ended up homeless after. Like he won a lot of money and he ended up homeless after. So for me, I'm not giving you all my coin away. Like I just can't do that. But I will definitely give you enough to help you out and to be like, thank you. Like obviously this, your gift has made changed my life. So therefore let me do something for you, but I'm not giving you half. And if you're coming to me on smoke as well, I'm definitely not giving you, I won't even give you nothing because you're just taking a piss now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my view yeah. with me I'm giving you how much you paid for the, for the scratch mm. that's how much <laughs> <laughs> that's more savage than me <laughs> I know she's talking about a refund she's get your money I'm back <laughs> here's your pound <laughs> you got me like, refund isn't it? <laughs> like go, go buy yourself another ticket why are you what you lot have said it's a gift right and you have given me it and you have spent a pound or two pound or three pound or however much you spend on it so that's how much you've spent on this i'll give you that back because <laughs> if you if i had like this is obviously i'm, I'm playing i'll be in pain. I'm playing, but that's what some people would do but with me i don't know i don't for me i don't want to give much but like for me I'm not gonna give much. If, like I said, if if it's really like that, if it's like a coy worker, I'll give you your two pound fifty back, and that's that's good enough. And maybe maybe I'll throw it in. Uh, I'll do. I'll double it. Two fifty. I'll give you five. You know what? That's a little bonus. Uh, double it. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like if it's a friend, that would give more than if it was like a coworker. Do you, do yeah. you know what? Yeah. I, for me as well, instead of buying, no, instead of giving you something, the money, I will go buy you your dream house. Mm. I would ask you, I'm what do that. you want? What's some, something you've always... So instead of me giving you the money, then you go slash it on. I, I would say, because at the end of the day, you gave me a gift, so I'm going give, to give you a gift back. But so what if they ask for the 40 money, mil back? If you're like, oh, you're so what's that. your dream, I'm I'm dream gift, I'm, 40 mil? <laughs> no, no, you're... No, but what I would rather do is go buy you at your dream house and pay for the mortgage so you know you're set for life. Oh, you don't ever nice. have to think about your 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 rent, your mortgage, or nothing. But them bills, at the end of the day, one thing that people <laughs> who's paying for exactly. that? Exactly. You know what? It's not, I would do also something like that. Like, listen, I'll pay for your lifetime of of um of your bills. Your, your electricity, your gas, your water, and your council tax, and I'll also buy you your dream house. That way, you know for life, basically, you're covered. You don't have to think about any of that because at the end of the day, most of us, we're spending, what, one five or however much money you're spending a month, depending on how big your house, how much your bills are, on those bills. So if I do something like that, like pay for your mortgage or say I'm going to pay for your bills for your whole, your your your, your priority bills, your priority bills, obviously, are gas, electricity, water. If I say I'll pay for them, then you don't have to think about any of those things for life. So I feel like that's good. Instead of me giving you the money, 
are then you still you're getting money anyway because you're now saving that money you would have been paying for your mortgage or your rent or whatever it may be so instead of me actually giving you physical money i'm gifting you in that way but i don't want to be giving you i got i got a cur- i got so a curveball for all of you though let's say it's you that bought the gift oh god no i'm me i'm not asking for nothing i'm not I'm not asking. I wouldn't ask for anything. No, nah, I'm, I'm asking for my money, B. So you're just going to let us... I'm not about to watch you happy while I'm suffering. Sorry, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it, you know. Me personally, I can't do it. But you want to. There'll be a little part of you saying you need to go on. No, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, like, yeah on, you're going to be 50 like, years old talking about look at her still having fun. Even... Even even when my friends no, I wouldn't like even even when my friends owe me money, yeah, or like I've paid for something or something, I would never ask for it back. Like it's very rare. I'm like, oh, can you do this? Can you send me this? Can you like I don't I just don't do it. So if you've won like a big amount of money, my I just can't allow myself to come to you and be like, oh, can you give me half? Can you give me ten percent? I would hope that you would just think like, oh, raw like. But at the end of the day, you don't owe me nothing. What I did for you was a gift. You don't owe me nothing. Nobody owes you nothing. I don't think it's about Owen. Personally, you can just ask. Just to ask. (laughs) Yeah, but (laughs) But remember, she's stubborn. She is stubborn. She's like, I ain't going to ask for Jack. Me, I'm not asking. (laughs) If it was that bought the gift card, I think at home you'd be sitting pissed off if they didn't do nothing. If they didn't actually come, even come with a bottle of I don't know wine or like really oh, like your, your dream. Mm, uh, mm. Melissa, you know, you'd be like, hey, at least buy me my Hennessy now. Like, I wouldn't at least give me that. I actually wouldn't say nothing. Oh my! In God. my house, I might be thinking like, right, I hope they give me something. <laughs> You'll be hoping, you get yeah. Something. But I would never, I would never <laughs> act differently towards you, and I would never ask you for nothing. Never. That's just not who I am. I would never do that because, like I said, it's a gift. And if I've, cho- if I've chosen to give you a gift, how can I expect something back in return? It's like when you give somebody a banging gift for their birthday and then you expect a banging gift back. You can't do that. You're not giving to receive. You're either giving to give mm. or you're like... Yeah, what, that's true. For me personally, I don't give to receive, innit? So if I do something, mm. I'm just... I'm, I'm, I might think, oh, I hope, like... Like, I hope you give me something back in it or like whatever. But I'm not thinking, yeah, you owe me something or I have to give you something kind of thing, if that makes sense. But I I think, you know what, the other thing that we need to think about as well is when you're buying the gift, is are you buying it to mock the person or are you actually buying it to say, you know what, it'll be banging for me to actually get you like a jackpot kind of thing. Because I think that mindset for the person who's buying the gift is also key in this situation. Because if I'm buying it just to say, well, I'm going to just take the piss, Viv, it's your birthday. I'm going to go out there and buy like a little ticket for a, for yeah, a crate or so, you see? So if I'm that kind of person that's taking the piss, then I don't deserve anything. Mm. Who cares about the intention I want now? I don't care. About, I, no, for real. I, you, I was thinking you was... I, I've wanted, I don't care about what your intention was behind buying it, whether you're me or whatever. I have won. Thank you for buying it for me. For your turn to take the piss, take me for a dickhead. So that's what care. i'm saying though because like, if they were trying to take you for some next next you know some next shoot that's crazy then yeah definitely they ain't gonna get nothing but if <laughs> if it was someone that you know probably you two are like crazy with buying the tickets and stuff like yo this week is my week since this is this is your birthday week you know what? i'm gonna treat us that that sort of person you you lot have got this thing of buying these lottery tickets so at least that person you know they're coming from a good place Whereas someone who's just like probably you can tell that my man is taking the piss. You you you, you probably knew I wasn't going to win shit, but hey, I want something now, so 
What's up now? Yeah, yeah. but then the I don't know. I think it's, 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 it's doing something. Well, that's mad, man. Mine's wins 80 mil, bruv. <laughs> to be honest, if I win 80 mil, I'm not saying nothing to nobody. That's what I'm saying, though. No, that is I'm exactly what I was saying. Like, I want to know your plan B, bro. Look, I, I lost. <laughs> what was the game plan here, bro? <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling nobody. Like, I'm just... I am zip, bruv. I'm still waking up, going to work with my stacks in the <laughs> bank, bro. And sometimes I might take the piss. Might be running late to work. Hey, I'm human, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be me, man. I'm telling you. Okay. Um. So, guys, have you, as you've seen, the episode is um is science replacing religion. Um. It's a very con- contrasting topic. Um. By the way, so we can just introduce. Um, Tondrai is a devoted Christian. Hey, man. And Karen, she's a. She has a science background. What do you do? Biomedicine? Is that what you do, Karen? Yeah, biomed. I did biomedicine at undergrad, but it's all pretty much biomedical science, that kind of field. But I am also a Catholic, so I do both. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, Melissa, where are you at? Where do you stand? Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I'm a Christian, and I'm neutral. Um. So. <laughs> so. Okay, so I'll I'll go off I'll go with Karen because um obviously you're the new guest. So what, when you think about science okay. and religion, what's your take when you think about um is science replacing religion? Where do you where do you kind of how do you take that when you hear that saying? Where do you go with it? I mean, I think it's a question that kind of has to be unpacked in the sense that you know it depends on who's asking that question. Because if you're a scientist, you can also be religious as myself, but it depends also on what religion you're talking about. If we're talking within the Christian faith, there are so many denominations and people that take, you know, the Bible as, you know, fact or fact, whereas there's other people that interpret the Bible as more like life lessons. And I think that with science, you know people say yes it's replacing religion but I would say that it is explaining things where religion doesn't or like it's explaining the how where religion explains how to live does that make sense Mm. Mm. okay so so we can make it clear as well there are over 10,000 religions so we're gonna go with the ones we know the most about the main ones that people know mm. obviously christianity islam hinduism buddhism or whatever all of those because they're all there they're the main ones we we mostly know about but um but we don't have expertise in all religions just to make that clear we're just right. going off what we know we've experienced but um so tondra what's mm. your take you know i think um definitely science is definitely trying to replace religion that's where i stand with it because it's 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 all for me. It's all biblical anyway, and the the Bible says it. So I can't I can't dispute it. I just go from what's in the Bible and what's going on in our day to day. So has it has it happened yet? No. But is it happening? Yes. Okay. What do you mean it's all biblical? So um, you know what? I think it's it's probably one of those where from the way I'll I'll, I'll bring you back to because we from a biblical standpoint, 
we are living from a prophetic standpoint, as in like our our lives today, we're prophesied. Like in the Bible, we're like living through prophecy. That's how most preachers are able to say, okay, this is what this is the stage we are in right now. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. Because thinking about Jesus himself, who is Christianity for us, he was a prophecy. And the people that prophesied Jesus then went further to prophesy how science was going to then begin to replace religion. Because when you think of things like um, the triple sex, if you like read thoroughly the book of Revelations, when it's talking about people are going to get that mark of the beast and people are going to worship the beast, basically it's a case of they're talking because in this day and age, how are you going to track? How are you going to like keep keep your 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 eyes on everyone without technology? How are you going to trace everyone to say, okay, that person's got it, that person's got it? Like a good example right now, we are in a case where the government is like debating, oh, do we need vaccine passports? Do we need a tracker on the phone? Do we need? Because even with COVID thing, the NHS tried to like produce that. Uh, is it? track and trace whatever the case was and it was a big flop and that's all science you see yeah that that, that's all science so effectively i personally from from a christian from a christian standpoint we we don't we don't believe that covid like covid is bigger than god we believe that somebody can get healed from that but from the world we're living in right now churches are getting closed but people get healed in church you see so there's so much things that there's the small little things that the society we're living in is encouraging to sort of like shut down the voices of Christians or other faith, whatever the case is. And all of it is now being based on science, what we can prove. The numbers are saying this, that this is saying this, that that is saying this. So for me, that's where I'm standing that from the Bible, we are leading up to that triple six time where we're going to have to be all like accounted like look i know where tundra is i know where viv is i know where mel is current i know what you've done blah blah that's what it's basically coming down to because i don't know if you guys know that they're working towards creating what they call a one world government a one world religion a one world currency where everybody is using the same currency where everybody is using the same gut so all of that is all science things that they can control things that they can prove things that they can understand so that's basically what, how I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Melissa, what's your take? To be honest, I genuinely don't know. Like, I really don't know. I don't think I pay attention enough to certain things for me to even have an opinion on whether science has taken over religion. But what I will say is what Tonda I mentioned about, I, f- I do feel like things are being done to kind of close the mouths of, like, religions. Like, whether it's science or whether it's, I don't know, but I do feel like people who, like these days, I feel like if somebody believes in a religion, it's like even frowned upon. Like, how can you believe in something that's not here or something that's not been proven? Like a lot of people kind of look at you like you actually believe in that. So I do feel like a lot of things are being done. Like what Tundra is saying, they're closing the churches and stuff. They're closing like places of worship. And it's like the same thing with the track and trace, like, they're just doing everything they can, and the thing is, my mom's like, a really, like, she's, like, really devoted Christian, like, obviously, I'm not Christian Christian, I've just been raised as a Christian, so I don't really practice it like that, but 
she tells me all the time this what's happening now is in the bible like this is what god said is going to happen like all of these things are is happening that's why you just have to basically give your life to christ kind of thing so for me i genuinely don't know if science has taken over religion because i just don't no, I don't. I don't know nothing about science really, and to be honest, religion. I know a bit, but I don't know that much like that. But I do feel like things are being done to close the mouths of people who believe in their religions. So mm. I think it just differs because science and religion are not designed to address the same things. Um, just like what Carol was saying, they're designed to address different things. So for one to say the other is replacing the other, I feel like that might be a little bit extreme to some extent. Only because um, when you think about religion, religion is about faith, a way of life, what you believe, and this higher power that you believe in. A lot of times it's not... It's proven if you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, for example, you're into religion and you're into God, a lot of things are proven because they, people believe in miracles, they believe in healing, they believe in all of those things, which for them is proof that there is, that there is a God. But when you think about science, science is there to... So, for example, Christianity tells us how to become better people, or religion, should I say, shows us how to become better people and how we can be better and grow and live together with other people as human beings. But also, it can be also seen as a way to separate people and control people. Just like how science can also be seen as a way to to control people and separate people. But also science has helped us in life to evolve and develop and understand how we are as human beings. Medicine, like our genetics, all of those things have come from science. So when you look at the whole package and what those things are designed to do, yes, there may be overlap between the two as to how they both function in society. Because on a daily, regardless whether you're religious or not, regardless whether you believe in science or not, we're living with those things on a daily basis, whether you like it or not. Everything that we go by, even just you saying, okay, your own beliefs. A lot of beliefs that people believe are, like, for example, I don't know, a belief, like, treat your neighbour nicely or be nice to people, be kind. A lot of that, all religions touch on that, but people live that by that on a daily basis. Also, just science. You wouldn't know that you as a human, you have five senses if it wasn't for science. Like, so there's certain things that we have been brought to our attention because of both things. And I feel like both are important. So I feel like to say one is replacing the other is a bit, you know, but I do feel like it's understandable, especially with the generation we live in right now, because science, I feel like it's becoming more influential to people. It's for having more influence on people and people are more starting to... Exactly. Technology plays a part. They're starting to sway over to that because what people like to do as humans, yeah, we have that why. We like to know why and science provides us with the why. I don't feel like religion, for me personally, I don't feel like religion provides us with as much why as science because science works on accumulated evidence. They, They work on that. They literally, step by step, step by step, they have to prove everything. And people sometimes like to have that proof there. 
And that's what science gives you. And religion for a lot of people doesn't prove that. But I feel like both play a part and both are very important. But I can see when people are coming to that, saying that religion, like science is replacing religion because where you could see that right now churches are being closed, but then they're following science. So now it's more, whereas back in the day, people would have followed religion more than they followed science. But now science has become so, like I said, it's become so big that you can forget about religion to some extent for some people because it's just like, well, you're not proving nothing to me. So I can't just wait around and hope God is going to come and help when science is telling me this is what's best for me to do right now. And that's how some people are seeing it. So I don't know. I think it's a bit, but bit all over the I place. also think that both science and religion need to be taken with caution because um we we know that religion has been used against people you know to to justify things such as slavery and colonization but then we also can we also know that science is used to um inform on human behavior and i think like the more we get into it thinking about you know the the progress into space x and all of these other things that are so you know are research based but are they morally correct and i think both science and religion need to work hand in hand to have some regulation on human behavior and morality because science can go all the way without any kind of reason and do all of these things while you know people are still suffering while we do while we have all of these amazing inventions and understandings and the same goes for religion people can go very far and like you know like the mass suicides because of you know some you know some religion that decides that this is the correct thing to do Mm. and I completely agree with that as well because the other thing I just wanted to pinpoint for us is because I think you touched on things like your senses, your feelings, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, Christianity, from from my standpoint, is not a religion, you see. So we have a religious part in Christianity that we have to follow. But Christianity in itself for us is like a way of life, which obviously some people could probably argue and be like, oh, yeah, that's the same thing, blah, blah, blah. But the way I live my day-to-day if someone sees me today probably going into a club, they'll be like, oh, no, that's not Christian-like. Oh, that's not this-like. That's not this-like. That's basically separating the religion side to the Christian aspect of it. Because remember, Christianity is spiritual. Science is not spiritual. And the other thing we also need to understand, we people, no matter what we, we like to believe or not, life is spiritual, you see? So science could either be used for good or for bad. And with God's plan, obviously from the Bible, we learn that, look, there is a devil and his plan is to destroy. As simple as, as much people as possible, they shouldn't hear about salvation, you see? Because remember, God is a fair God. He created all of us equal and he has given us free will to do what we need to do. People always ask the question, well, if God is so great, then why can't he just stump the devil and just put him away? But remember, if he does that, he is not now giving us a free will. 
because people have a free will to practice what they want to do, which is what this is what makes God God. Because some people can then say, well, if that person killed killed someone yesterday and then they gave their life to Christ today and literally turned their life around, is that person going to go to heaven? Yes, that person is going to go to heaven because of that's what God says. And that's what makes him God. So God is the one that basically justifies who's right and who's wrong. So obviously coming back to the whole chapter of science, remember there are some people that have purposefully desired to just go the other way from God, like literally anything that has to do with religion or the spiritual side of life. They don't want to hear any of that. And some people see it as we're being controlled or we're being brainwashed. But the thing is, all of us in life, we're getting brainwashed by something, whether we like it or not, or whether we're conscious of it or not. So it's a case of some people purposefully choose to say, you know what, if that's the case, I'll rather get, I'll rather get brainwashed by something that I know is brainwashing me than being subconsciously brainwashed by something that I'm not aware that I'm being brainwashed. Because like, for instance, watching Netflix all the time, going on your phone all the time, going on Instagram all the time, that could be a form of brainwash that the AI system is designed for you to see those pop-ups on your, on your phone. You have to go on your phone, check this out, that, that, that is a brainwash on its own. So for someone else to then look at a Christian and say, well, mate, you've been brainwashed, you've been done this, you've been done this, but look at your life. Look at how you're living your life. You can't, every time you wake up, you can't do anything else other than going on Instagram first, like to find out you, you don't even, you can't even explain why you go on Instagram anymore because you just wake up and then <laughs> bing, you just have to open that Instagram app or bing, you gotta, you gotta text someone back. You don't have your own time. Cause like I used to do it. I'm not like trying to knock down anybody. I, I got trapped into that up until to a point I was like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. So literally now what I've done, I've like turned off all notifications on my phone. I have to choose when I have to go on the phone. So that sort of thing, again, it was a point where you can be brainwashed and then you can ch- change your, your perception so that you can go somewhere else. So for me, we got to just differentiate that science is more physical. It's to do with our physical senses and religion, Christianity, as people would want to say, is more spiritual. So when we are then looking at it, we need to pay attention to what the Bible is saying. Because the time we're going to start putting putting regulations into it, we're now using our physical being again to question, or does it really have to be that way? Or does it have to be that way? Which then again is just going to lead us down to the path where everybody else is going to try and take over. So I think for now, that's all I'm just going to say spiritual physicality religion spiritual and science physicality a lot of it carnal okay like you see how you say um science is physical right so psychology is is a branch of science isn't it it's um social science but it still comes under science Mm -hmm. and that's not really looking at the physical, is it? It's looking at the mind and it's looking at the heart and it's looking at how people behave and how people act. They're connecting to their soul, connecting to them on a deeper level. So how does that come into play when those two things, because is there, that's what I'm saying, is there not an overlap? Because science is not just about physical. It can also be what's inside. Sure. So, yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a pretty good question there because, the way I'll probably try and explain that is we got to understand with the social science, the physical, um, the, the sort of like the social 
psychological side of social science, remember your mind is designed to be to be carnal, and within that carnality of it, you can be drawn towards the best side of the spiritual side, which is obviously in our case the devil side. The devil tries to in touch with your feelings. That's why you find out the Bible says, look, we don't walk by sight or rather you don't function by how you feel, what you're seeing at the moment. You don't react because of that. Whereas psycho anything that's to do with your psychological state, a lot of times I can do something to psych you out. Whereas spiritually, from the Christian standpoint, we are not meant to move to be moved by what you've just done. So like, for instance, someone can come in waving a gun and be like, I'm a bad man, I'm gonna shoot up everybody in here. But if there's a Christian in there, who's gonna say, you know what, I'm a child of God. Nothing out there, no weapon formed against me is gonna prosper, do what you need to do. A good example, we've got Daniel, he got chucked into, into like a den of lions. Psychologically, he was meant to break down. People who were watching what was going on, psychologically, they were like, you know, my man is done. He's lunch right now. You feel me? But then psychological science, again, is being influenced by the physical world. That's the part I'm, I'm just trying to bring across to say that when science, we have to prove things. Yeah. For it to be science, it has to be factual. It doesn't have to base on belief that's science you got to come in with evidence to say boom or you got to have your experiments to say we've got trials we're doing this we're doing that but for it to be called this is science we got to have evidence we gotta we gotta we gotta talk to say yeah but definitely if you do a it has to equal b so definitely science um, can i just is, jump in there yeah go on go on go on what you're saying about science in terms of it has to be evidence i think like a lot of science you know that is prevented if we're uh, you know presented in front of us such as technology that it comes from theory so even within medicine and biomedicine a lot of things we still don't know about the human body about how the mind works and finding out how different pathways and things in the body interact they come from theory which is you know um guesswork where you just have to kind of believe that this idea that i have presented is possibly the reason behind this which which is the basis of pretty much all research and i'm just talking pretty much in my specific field of you know biomedicine it's uh, that leap of faith in the same way that religion is that leap of faith in believing it's believing a theory of some of of something of some idea if that makes sense so I, I don't think we're ever going to be in, um, be in a world where you can only have one or the other. We, you know, there's so many religions and even within Christianity, there's so many different beliefs within that, that some, some groups within, within the Christian faith are almost polar opposites. So I think it's about um, how do we find a, a way to live with both, which at the moment we are, and does it have to be an argument of one or the other? So I'll ask you this question, why does science have to be regulated? Um, because people can go too far. So if we're looking at um, 
clinical trials or something we know that a lot of pharmaceutical companies or clinical trial companies will go to third world nations or poorer countries without regulations to test out their um, medications or whatever and we know that they've caused uh, you know no fertilization in people or sterilization in people and deaths but it's people have been able to get away with it so if there's no regulations there's no there's no stopping immoral things because some people think the end justifies the means and just from my personal point of view i don't think it does so that's why i think there needs to be regulations in science so can i can i just ask you can i just say if if i say obviously you touched on theory yeah you say a lot of things in science that are based on theory like guesswork and things like that the guesswork that works, mm -hmm. it becomes repetitive, which becomes a proven thing. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get to. And then yeah. there's some guesswork which we can't right. touch base on, you see. So that's why I'm saying science is proven. Mm. It has to be proven for us to accept it in our day-to-day -day life. A lot of inventions are guesswork. Some people have made a mistake like, oh, my mm. God. And then actually, whoa, you know what? It was a mistake. Let's actually, this is banging. Let's, let's go with it. If it's all safe for people to use, mm -hmm. then it becomes regulated and introduced to people. That's the part that I was saying that with science, that's where we're coming in. It has to, it, we, we should be able mm -hmm. to prove it. In as much as probably it's a build-up of theories or whatever the case is, but those theories have to be consistent if we're going to get the same outcome mm -hmm. all the time. That's the part that I was just talking about science. It has to be proven for Rick right, to be okay. science for us. Okay, but isn't that the same with religion though? in a way like if you give your examples like um okay he was thrown into a den of whatever that's been proven that okay he had that belief that he was you know like a child of god um also i don't know it's proven that in the bible is written because you took the apple now you don't have you don't live for internal life um <laughs> or whatever, what's the other thing? I'm going to give women pain for childbirth. So all those things that, for example, a lot of religions, when you look at the figures, no, I don't want to say figures, but that might be <laughs> so, so the people that they, they hold to a high regard in that religion, they have done things to prove this is what religion shows. Yeah. And this is, if you follow religion, this is what can come for you. And this is our way of life because this person was able to do it. And this person evidenced that because they were a person of God. Just like with Jesus, how he came back from the dead, that was proven because you he proved that, okay, I'm the son of God or whatever. And that, that proved that. And he came back from the dead or he came, whatever it was. And then with um, Prophet Muhammad, whatever he done, also with the Buddha, he done stuff as well. With um, Hinduism, it was coming by the name of the person. So all those people that these religious figures look up to, they've all done something for them to say, this is the way of life of religion and this has been proven. So both have to be proven. And just like life, like I said, people want things to be proven because I don't think as many people would follow religion if it was all just talk. For example, with you, Tandra, if you're not, a, if you're a Christian and every single time maybe you prayed or something, something didn't like you didn't feel like protected or something didn't go as what you believe should go. 
right? You would think this religion stuff is all bullshit <laughs> because you're thinking it's not proof what I have been told that it should be. Yeah. So, so this there's always that thing there. You can you can say all of this, yeah. and the, the other thing also what I feel with religion as well is that it's like I said it's 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 all it's it's with us every single day. You science and religion. I feel like you have to prove both. There's not one that you don't have to, to prove both. You have to. I feel like just just touching on what you said, Viv. I feel like what Tondra said before, like religion is more like spiritual. So it's more your spirit, like what you believe in. So I feel like with science, it's it's things that have been proven. So things, I don't know, I can't think of an example, but things that have been proven. Whereas the way I view religion is like, this is my belief. This is what I believe in because this is what I've read and this is what my spirit chooses to believe in. So I understand what you're saying when you say you have to prove both. Like, I get that. But at the same time, like, if you choose... The thing is with science as well, science, I feel like the way science has come across, like, for example, like evolution and stuff, it's like it's been proved this is what this is what they say has happened this is what they say this is where we say they say we come from whereas with religion like what tondra said it's a spiritual thing so how you can i don't know how you can prove something spiritual like obviously yes in the bible it says jesus rose from the dead and obviously it gives you stories of what's happened and obviously tondra i don't really know Chris, i don't i know christianity but i don't know it like that in it so i don't know all the books and stuff like that but it's been proven and you're reading it now and you're seeing, okay, this is what I'm choosing to believe in. So how you can, because they do things with science every day. Like look at COVID. Every day something new is coming up. So they have to prove it. Whereas with the, with like religion, what are you going to prove now? All you have to do is believe in it. And if you choose to believe in it, that's what your beliefs are. That's what your beliefs are. So I don't see really how you can say you have to prove religion. I personally don't see. I don't get that. You know what? I got some. I got some to say. I, I got some to say. Um, the thing is, you see, you can actually, you can actually prove the spiritual world because remember, the physical world was mimicked by God from the spiritual perspective. There are laws in the spirit that if you abide with those laws, things will happen. It's, we use it every day. We say karma. You see, that's spiritual. In as much as people might not know it, but that's spiritual. What goes around will come around. You <laughs> see, it might not come around the way you're expecting it, but trust me, it's coming. You see, if you put good out, <laughs> good is going to come back. If you put bad out, bad is going to come back. It might come when you don't expect it. So basically, the thing that I want to just put across to you, Viv, is like, in the spirit world, you've got to think of it this way. Obviously, you know, let me, let me bring it back to our world. Physically, we've got the law of gravity, yeah? With the law of gravity, if I go on the roof of my house and I jump without any weight on my body, I'll fall down. But if I jump with 200 kgs on my back, my speed of going down is way, way, way much faster. Spiritually, it's the same, it's the only problem when it comes to the spiritual side of, of us as in humans is patience. People do not have the patience to watch things develop because the spirit world is designed by words. The things that you say regulate what happens in the spirit. The physical world, the things that you physically do 
regulate what happens in this world. So, so basically, if somebody's going to come to you and say, or oh, rather, oh, look, I need you to prove this, this spiritual aspect. That's why we've got ranks. Even, even in the spiritual world, we know how to use electricity, but there's a scientist out there who knows how electricity is made which is the ranking, you see? So us, obviously for myself, I would want to be able to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to tell you what's on your mind. There are some, 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 some Christians that can do that. They have managed to build up that ranking spiritually. They've managed to put in that time and effort spiritually to get in touch with their spiritual side. Because I think, I don't know, the last episode, uh, the, was it 19 when I was on? When Melissa was talking about she she's in touch more with her spirit side. When something is not sitting right, she can feel it. She can tell that, you know what? I've never met you before or we've never spoke, but something is not on about you. And it's because she's, she's somehow learnt or rather somehow consistently trained to connect her, her feelings with a, with a spiritual world, because the way we, we can relate to God, God relates to us when we are able to connect our emotions and our spirit. That's why you find that when people start crying in prayer, they've basically bridged that gap where you bring your emotions into your prayers. And that's when God moves. If you just pray like right now, like, you know what? Okay, let's just do the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, blah, 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 yada, 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 boom. What you've done, you've just put deposits in the spirit. That's what you have done. But obviously, us, we're going to be asking questions, but how do you know? How do you know? How do you know? It then comes back to the thing that I say that the easiest thing for us to use is karma. Say something rude on TV and think it's going to slide. You're going to turn into a meme. It's going to come back, bruv. You see, see anything mad out there, it's coming back. Whatever you're going to put into this world, whether you like it or not, using your words, it's going to come back. And spiritually, it's a law. So you got to, when, when, it's when it's time to prove things, like what um, Karen said, Melissa even touched on it, evolving. As much as the, the science world is evolving, is as much as the spiritual world is evolving. Us as people, we've now understood. In my church, we say this. What you are today is what you say yesterday. The life you're living right now is basically the things that you have basically what you're looking at right now. So some people might be like, oh, so you're trying to say because I ain't got a job, it's things that I've, I've said in the past or this, that, blah, 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 blah. That's how we believe it. That's how we believe it. So it's a case of what are you saying now to bring something you want in the future? Basically, you got to deposit something in your future using your words. Because spiritually, the only thing that can go into the future for you is your prayers. That's us as Christians. You see? Whereas from a science perspective, the only thing that can go into the future for them is guesswork. They can only predict. And how many predictions have we been told? Oh, COVID is going to kill trillions and trillions. We're going to be seeing bodies. We're going to have to open up all these hospitals. We're going to have to do this. All of that was a flop. But I can say I've made some, a few prayers, which I've seen. But that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to keep talking. I don't want to keep talking. That's all I'm going to say just for that side in terms of proving the spiritual side of things. Karen, you had something to say. Did you have anything to say before? Um, I just wanted to... 
add upon what he was got, he was saying in the sense that with science, there's no reason you can't say that that is also not God as well, because even when it comes down to the theorizing, or as you said earlier about oh somebody just came across came across some uh, miraculous I will use the word miraculous discovery. How do we know? How do we know that that's not God pushing that? How do we know that that idea? It doesn't. It we aren't so um, so intelligent and higher beings enough for us to be like this is just me. This is just what I came up with. You have to have some kind of push, and maybe that is spiritual. Maybe that is God or God's depending on what religion you believe in. Yeah. Or I also just touching on this spiritual side of thing as well. Um, at the end of the day, we all have spirits and we are all people. So you can't just, well, for me anyway, I don't believe that you can say because of religion, someone is less spiritual than somebody else. Um, I've met people that are not religious, but they're very spiritual. Then what? Because I don't feel like it's all down to religion. I feel that the the spiritual element of it, yes, can be connected. That you can you can feel the, you can see or feel the spiritual side of life maybe more with with God, and you put it down to God. Whereas if you don't maybe believe in God and you're a spiritual person, you could just be a spiritual person, and religion has nothing to do with it. Just like how scientists also are very spiritual, they could be like, okay. I can see things in the spiritual world, but that's not down to the fact that there, there could just be the fact that maybe it's the science element or whatever, because people who believe in science, believe in science. And even if you don't believe in science or believe in nothing, at the end of the day, you are still a person who has a spirit. So your spirit levels could be higher than someone who's religious. So I don't, for me, I don't feel like that, has much of a part to play because at the end of the day you said what do scientists scientists have that they don't have that spiritual element to them but one thing that both religion and science function on they both function on hope hope is a big thing for both parties you need hope if you don't have hope then how are you going to to believe because that hope plays a big part if you have a theory, you're ho- you have to be hopeful that something's going to happen. <laughs> that's nothing to do with that's That's just you being hopeful and hoping things will be good in the future. But also in religion uh, or when it comes to God and faith, that hope is a very big thing. And you can't function without hope. As people, we can't function without hope. We can't function without our spirits. We can't function with all of those things. So I feel like the spiritual element, yes, I can understand where you're coming from when you say um, with people when it comes to religion, they, they're not moved by their spirits. I'm not, sometimes, I'm, I won't say I'm that religious, but my spirit is strong and I'm very in touch with my spiritual side. And that has nothing to do with religion. So I don't know how you, you balance those two things because everyone has a part to play because everyone has a spirit. Whether you want to pay attention to your spiritual side is another matter. Because some people don't want to. But just because you believe in science or believe in religion, that'll make you less spiritual than someone who's maybe religious. But I think we also need to 
mentioned that there are people that view spirituality as you know as that faith and we can't forget to mention that with religion it's also an institution which can be both political and you know some people just want to believe in their god believe in their spirituality without the formal religion side of things so i think it's important to differentiate those because you can be a spiritual god believing person without religion because of the the political and institution mm-hmm. institutionalism of it you know what viv you literally just nailed it because remember what i said that we as christians we don't class ourselves as a religion because it's spiritual mm-hmm. you see yeah because religion remember this this other thing that just i like to, i like to say the holy spirit just reminded me so this is what the other thing that just came into my mind is we've been brought up in a system that we were given definitions so like for instance one that's so close that my pastor said to me is like don't you ever class yourself as a black person i was like hold on what 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 and then he's like open your dictionary Tell me what's the definition of black. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing good about it. And then they call you black people. It's a system that has been put in place to basically, because remember, we live in a very, very spiritual world. And the Bible says this world is, it belongs to the devil. The devil, basically, when Adam and Eve done their madness in the garden, it just all went south and then jesus said to come through and rescue them on them and be like you know what it's cool i'm 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 gonna take one for the team the system that the devil has now put in place it has put us in a in a situation where we're now mixing up christianity with religion in school or even if you're starting a new job they say what religion are you buddhism this 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 but remember religion is basically you giving to the poor you helping out in communities because of you're a Christian. That's the, that's the religion side of Christianity. So Christianity in itself isn't a religion. So however, we've been brought to, 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 to think that way. We've been brought to think that way. Because like you say, someone can be very spiritual and not have any ties with any religions at all. Which basically, that's us as Christians. Like we are just there as spirit beings that believe in Jesus Christ, in God, the Holy Spirit. That's, that's, that's our part, you see? So then touching back with the part that Karen said that, look, we got to also give respect to the political side of it. Because within religion right now, we've got cases of, it's all against the Bible. In the Bible, the gay people shouldn't be like pastors, this, that, but religion is allowing that. You see, churches are now being told, let a gay, gay man be a pastor, let a this be a that. But it's in the Bible, it's, it's forbidden. It's forbidden. Are we saying then the gay people should be taken away? No, that's not what we're saying. The Bible says, God says, people get destroyed because of lack of knowledge. You see, that's the reason why people get destroyed. So us as Christians, even if someone is gay, we would rather this person comes into a church where there is a pastor that's God-fearing and explain the Bible to them. Because we look at it as it's spiritual, as, as I can be possessed with, I, I can't say possessed with the Holy Spirit, but 
is I can have the Holy Spirit on me. Someone else can, can have a, a demon on them, you see? So that's why people say, oh, yeah, leave me out fighting my demons right now. It could be a demon, but we don't want to say it how it is, you see? And then, we, and then it's classed as hate speech. It's classed as this, that. And then we get, it, it gets forced on us to say, well, if you're not accepting it, well, we're going to make it be so that you guys have to just swallow the hard pill. Look, if, if people want to do what they need to do, let them do it, but they, they shouldn't then bring it into the Bible. If you want to be about the Bible, then read the Bible properly and see what God says about that situation. And then if, if it's not for you, then start your own religion, start your own spiritual thing, rather than letting our kids grow up in a church where they think, oh yeah, the pastor's gay, this one is lesbian, or people are killing each other in church. It's good, it's normal. It's not. From the Bible standpoint, it's not, you see? So that's the part that we need to... And the other thing I just need to say, pharmaceuticals, th this is an interesting one. If you guys, whenever you've got time, I'll need you. Do you know where the word pharmaceutical came from? It's a yeah. Greek word. I wrote it down for you. I knew this was going gonna to blow your mind. So this one came from a word called pharmakia. So if you go into Google and then you type in pharmakia, it's got a K on it when, where they put a C. So it's like the, way, the normal way you, you spell pharmacia and then you put K-I-A. Mm. Basically... Where that word came from in the Bible, from the Greek translation, it came from witchcraft. And when you then type in into Google, why is medicine separated from pharmacy? They can't explain it. All they can say to you is because of some conflicts back in the past. In the Bible, there were physicians. Physicians are what we are now calling doctors now. These guys are the guys that obviously, like, remember, we are not saying anything. Science is bad. I'm all for science. If it's for moving us forward, it has to move us forward. But remember, there's a, there's a darker side. There's a, there's a dark side that people hate to look at when we're living in this world. There is the devil who is trying to influence some people to do some madness. And some people are just good and innocent. They just want to live life. But decisions are being made. It's either you make a decision or someone else is going to make the decision for you. And that's what we are living in right now, you see. So with the pharmacia stuff, the medicine guys basically did not agree with what the pharmacia, basically the witchcraft guys were doing. These guys were creating medicines that would not make you any better, which is what we're seeing right now. HIV, um, whatever it is, there's, there's bad things. Exactly, there's bad things out there. They've got... They've, They've got prescriptions rather than cures for them. I believe we've got enough technology that if the pharmaceutical industry really wants to solve a situation, they can do it. But the only reason why they're not doing it is because of the spiritual side of it. They're looking to destroy it. And it's not going to be as black and white as people want to see it. But when you dip it, go deep into the roots. Where did the pharmacy come from? This is witchcraft. Yeah. You see, back in the day, the witches used to be like dressing all funny and they're upgrading. They're not, these are guys in suits. Somebody who's looking fly, polished. You'd be like, him? Is he doing that madness? Bro, it's happening. Like I said, if you don't make a decision in this world, someone is going to make that decision for you, whether you like it or not. 
it's true. And that's like with COVID, like a lot of decisions are being made exactly. for us. And they've broken people down so much to the point people are willing to take anything and jump. Anything that's going now, people are like, yep, yeah, cool, I'll take that. And don't get me wrong, because I understand people have died and there's a lot that's gone on. People have lost lives. People have lost loved ones. So I do feel like that I can see where you're coming from in, in that regard, because if you wanted to solve something with science, with how much power technology there is, you can. But I feel like maybe it is the spiritual element, but also it just doesn't benefit them. People don't want nothing that don't benefit them because pharmaceuticals and stuff like that, for example, in, country, in countries like America, they're lobbyists. They are the biggest lobbyists in the country. They are the ones sponsoring the government. They are the ones sponsoring, saying, okay, you need to run with this. So they have so much power Exactly. But they choose not to use power because they're using it to their gain or whatever. If it doesn't interest them, it doesn't benefit them, that's them. And what I always say about COVID and stuff is that loads of people have lost money. But one people, people that have made money is those pharmaceuticals because in the science, the element of it, they've made a lot of money because they're the ones that have benefited them. For me, when it comes to COVID and stuff, I always see it as kind of World War Three. <laughs> That's what I see. It, it is. I see it. It's civilised, isn't it? World War <laughs> there's, no, there's no guns or nothing, but it's World War Three. But people, it's just... But then, that's me. I don't want to go too conspiracy, conspiracy. I'll just kind of leave it there. But, like... um, But when it comes to, like, for example, when you were saying, like, religion and, like obviously the church and bible and gay people whatever for me isn't the way of life to kind of accept people for what they are and what they choose to do but like i feel like sometimes the christianity and maybe a lot of religions they're not very inclusive they don't accept people for what they are they want people to come in and literally abide by this you have to be like this or else you can't come in we can't come into the big boy's house because for example you don't fit this criteria for because you don't fit that and that's sometimes that's my concern when it comes to um religion and all that stuff because i isn't it from how i see it like it's a way of life it's meant to help us become better people and accept people and all of that those things but if i feel like a lot of times as well, religion has come somewhat backwards. It's very outdated into the into the now that we live in. Obviously, I understand when you say it's a spiritual element because obviously we're not looking. But then when you look at the life we're living in the physical world right now, like a lot of the things that people are following when it comes to a book written years, years, years ago, a lot of them don't really apply to today because things have changed. Things have evolved. And I, maybe people are evolving spiritually, like what you've been saying, but then in when we are here, you are in the physical world, right? You can connect with the spiritual world some other time, but when you're living here in the physical world, you need to make sure you're evolving with the times and you're accepting people. You can't say if someone decide if someone is gay, and if someone wants to be trans or whatever they're choosing to be. Yes, it's wrong for some people in a Christian world, yeah. in a religion viewpoint, because if you're born a man, you're born a man. If you're born a woman, you're born a woman. Um, so in, their, in that perspective, for those people, it's seen as wrong. But then at the same time, in a church, should you not welcome, like what, what you said, Chandra, maybe you can welcome those people, you can say welcome them in. But a lot of times I feel like 
churches but then also there's a difference I feel like we need to differentiate church sometimes I think it's all wrong when it comes to maybe the faith side of it because church can really impose certain things that are not really that good um when it comes to like maybe religion and all of that stuff I feel anyway because it can construe things in the wrong way so you can't come into this place because you fit this certain box it's that basically someone saying to me you can't come in because you're black and you don't fit that this religion is only meant to be for white people and because you're black you can't fit into that religion I know it's not that extreme but that's how I see it and also just a lot of I feel like people when it comes to religion people feel like they have to be stuck with one religion like Karen said earlier as well and I had this conversation yesterday that you have to worship this one god why does it have to be this one god because when you look at religions and everything there's many gods so why is it just this one god why can I not have multiple religions that I believe in why can I not take principles from each religion and say I agree with Islam and some of the things that Islam say I agree with Christianity and I agree with what they say I agree with Hinduism and what they say I agree with Jews and how what they say and I agree with with Buddhism and what they say whatever religion is I can take each principle from each religion and live by them because at the end of the day when you look at all religions and how they all interlink and how they're all connected and some of the principles that are very closely related. So at the end of the day, people are living on those principles without even knowing. Obviously, I know things differ because obviously there's, for example, with Islam, you have to, to fast and pray and all those things. But there's certain things that you I could agree with in that religions come with that I'm saying, okay, I, I like this and I'm going to take that on as a principle for my life and I'm going to live by that because I believe in that. Because there's so many religions. Why do I have to just have one that I have to be like, this is the one you have to stay to. And if you don't stick to that one religion, then you, there's, there's something wrong with you and there's something not quite, that you can't do that. Because I don't know, the Bible says, okay, you can't worship any other gods apart from me. But Why? Why can't I not? Because there's many gods. I understand for in, in Christianity, there's one God. But when you look at everything, every religion has its own God. So you can't, for me anyway, you can't just have all of these religions and just have to be imposed to one. Why choose one when I can embrace everything from everything and take everything and be open-minded about all religions and learn what they're all about and try to understand people's way of living because just like Christianity is a way of living, Hinduism is a way of living. So everything that we can all take from each religion could be very important. And this is why maybe sometimes I say, just with the fact that it's not very inclusive, it kind of separates people. It's either there's very, there's all these do's and don'ts as a way to say you can't do certain things. And if you do that, you're frowned upon or you can't come in if you don't meet this criteria. It's like, for example, I can't go to, to a church, for example, then I can't go to the temple because it's not right for me to go to all those different places. Why, can, why is it wrong for me to do all of that? When If it's okay for me, I have, again, I, have, I can make choices to embrace all religions, but if you embrace all religions, then this, is this not, it's wrong. Maybe someone, maybe someone who believes in religion can tell you why. Because obviously, if you don't believe in religion, you're going to have your views in it. But people that believe in religion, because I know people that, like, I know I know a lot of Muslims, I know a lot of Christians, and And if, from what I've experienced, if they believe in a religion, 
you can't you can't just believe in 101 religions like you said there's over 10,000 religions you can't believe in every single one but obviously Tondra I don't know if you can give a bit of a light on that oh, topic you know, why sure, can sure. I not believe this everything but why can I not but, believe okay let's just see what Tondra says then so what what I'll do is obviously I'll run you through from the bible standpoint because obviously you, you spoke about things like about accepting like being <laughs> people coming in and accepting we got to also understand Within these churches, not everybody's going to be spiritual. Not everybody's going to see things the way God wants us to see things. Because like I say to you, if someone who's gay comes in and wants to be part of our church, definitely they can come in. Definitely. They, they, our hope, our hope and prayer is they're going to listen to the word and they're going to let the Holy Spirit talk to them. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says, look, I don't know if you guys, man, I don't want to feel like I'm in church, but... Philippians 4.8, yeah, I'm just going to sort of like paraphrase it. Philippians 4.8 says, whatsoever things are, so I'll read it word for word so that it makes sense for all of us. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if they be any virtue. And if they be any praise, think on these things. So with just that scripture in mind, with everything you've been saying, God is basically saying, Viv, if you want to go and try out Buddhism, go and try it. Or what God wants you to do, find out what's in the Bible. And you'd be surprised how some of the stuff that those guys actually are doing are in the bible it's just then the aspect of other gods you see mm-hmm. other gods other gods whereas jesus is saying i am the way mm-hmm. the truth not a way the definite way these other guys are basically telling you oh well look this we've got this cattle god we've got this structure you gotta have in your house if you don't have this cross in your house you're not part of us if you don't have this particular symbol on you whereas in christianity there's none of that jesus came and debunked all of that you see and then the part about people saying oh well this this one is gay this that what the bible says in ephesians i think it's ephesians 4 12 it says the church is for perfecting people not for perfect people so when you're walking into a church, the, con- the, the mindset that we've been given is, oh, you got to be perfect to be in church. But the Bible, I'll read it for you, it says, for the perfecting. So basically this part of the Bible I'm reading, the, the verses before, it was talking about the leaders in church, the pastors, the, the, you know, the whole people that teach the people in church. And then it goes on to say, these people have been given to you for the perfecting of the church, for the work of the ministry, to edify the body of Christ. So basically what, what the Bible is saying is, come as you are and listen to the guys that are talking in front. The only problem that then happens in the church is, if the guys who are talking in front are not as spiritual as they're meant to be. I don't know if you guys have seen this guy. This guy just popped up on my Instagram, the guy that cheated this, um, sp- uh, I think it's, yeah, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. My guy's all up about God and that, but he's busy <laughs> sleeping with people. Mm-hmm. He's busy sleeping with people. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. People are going to find out. You see, people are going to find out. So if you're going to be about this Christian life, because like I said in the last one, like, look, 
I've now decided to say, you know what, I'm going to be celibate. I want to do this right because people will find out you can't try and live a double life. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's either you're on, because this is what is all about. The Bible says God would prefer you to either be cold or hot. He doesn't like it when you look warm. He will spit you out. He wants to know, where do you stand, bro? One minute you're doing this, the next minute you're doing that. What's up? What are you doing? You see? So you'd rather say, you know what, God, I'm cold, but I want to learn and be honest about it. You're still going to do things. God is not going to shut his door. He's not going to turn around and be like, yeah, yeah, no, you're done. That's not the God we serve. And we've been brought in a society to be told God is this mean. If you do this, you ain't part of the God kind. And this is some of these things are coming from people who are meant to be pastors. Mm. You see? And like I say, a good example, my guy's got, I don't know how many million followers he's got. I was looking at his followers like, bruh, I could do this, you know. But look at the things that he's doing when the doors are closed. Mm-hmm. My guy's busy sleeping with people. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's Jack's, right? People have been telling us, because I watch some of our American people, they've been telling us about him for time. They've been warning us about him for ages. Especially a lot of other men. Um, like Kevin Samuels has been saying it. Who else has been saying it? This guy called uh, Mediocre Tutorial Reviews. He's been saying it. Um, who else? Abba and Preach. They've been saying it. So there's a lot of people who were seeing through his true colors because he was just chatting bullshit and people were they yes they've been saying listen he just literally tells women what they want to hear and he doesn't hold women accountable so they've been telling us for years that he's like this but obviously there's people who were just blindsided but what he talks about because even though it's time i watched it i was like what's this man talking about he doesn't make he's not talking sense but like no, he's way there's worse. people that will see yeah, he was Derek that one, Jerry Jackson. Like I think I think what I think what Tonda I said is true because like even with me, for example, even with me, for example, I don't like to say that I'm like that's why I always say like I don't practice it because I know I don't live the life of like a practicing Christian in it. So I don't like to say that I'm practicing like I've been raised as a Christian, like my mum's a Christian and she took me to church when I was younger, but as I got older, I stopped going to church. Like I don't follow the Christian life. So all I know is that I have knowledge of a Christian life and Christian ways, but I'm not a practicing Christian. And there's certain things I don't know. Like all of this stuff, Tundra, you're saying is obviously like I agree with, but I didn't really know like that. So I feel like some people, and that's why I, I feel like, I don't know if you think, if you agree, Tundra, but I feel like when it comes to media, I feel like Christians always get called hypocrites or they're always being targeted in the media. For what reason? I don't know why. I don't know if it's because they see Christians as an easy target because when it comes to certain things, for example, in Islam, you don't you don't fuck with you don't mess with Islam, you don't mess with Muslim people. Like that's one thing that's being like you don't mess with Muslim people. Whereas with Christians, I feel like Christians are always being targeted. And I don't know why, because Christianity and Islam is very, very similar. Obviously, Islams don't believe that Jesus is the son of God in there. They don't believe that. But in terms of the principles, like what you lot are saying, it's very, very similar. So, but for what reason why Christians are always being targeted in the media, I genuinely don't know. So for me, I don't really, obviously I don't practice it like that. Obviously I believe in it, but I don't practice it in terms of the way I live my life. But when I see certain things, I'm just like, why is Christianity always the target? Literally, a Christian person can come out and be like, 
I don't believe, I don't feel like people who are gay, that's correct. A Muslim person will come out and say, I don't think that people that are gay is correct. It's a way correct way of living. It's Christians that will get it in the neck. And I don't understand why. Like, I genuinely don't understand why. So if we're talking about, obviously, and for me personally, I've been to many churches in it. And I've never been to a church where they've been like, you're gay, you can't come in. It's always been like, come in, let's show you the way. It's never, ever been, oh, don't come in here, you're banished. It's never been like that. However, I can acknowledge that that may happen in some places, isn't it? Yep. That that definitely probably does happen in some places. Mm-hmm. But from what I know of Christianity and Islam, it's always been love. Like, it's never been go leave don't come in here this and that you deserve to die whatever it's never been like that so when people push this narrative that religion doesn't okay i understand like because it says that obviously it's wrong in it like gay trans lesbian whatever it's 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 incorrect according to 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 what they believe in in it so obviously i understand that but at the same time i've never been anywhere where they've been like you can't come in here you can't live by our rules it's, it's more what I've seen has been more come in, let's show you the way, and let's heal you kind of thing. That's the way I've seen it. What are you trying to heal them? But from? this is what I'm saying. Obviously, me. It's like you're just trying to say something is wrong. But like, to them, it is. Let us to them, it, to them, it is. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, to me and you, it's not. But to them, it is. It's wrong because that's their beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, like, and me personally, I can never tell somebody what they believe in is wrong, ever. Like, I would never, ever tell somebody what they believe in. Even if somebody's an atheist, I would never tell you what you believe in is wrong because that's what you believe in. But what I will never do as well is question you on your on your beliefs. If you say to me, oh, okay, I believe... Like, for example, like, what Tondra was saying, hate speech. As soon as you say anything, hate speech, you hate this, you, you this, you that. And it's like, you can't have an opinion no more. If I, if I, obviously me personally, I don't give a shit in it. If you live the way you live, you live the way you live. But when people come out and say, this is my religion, my religion says this is wrong. It's like, oh, you're this, you're homophobic, you're transphobic. And to be honest, I hear what they're saying, but at the same time, you have your beliefs, this person has their beliefs. Why are you now coming for them because of their beliefs? What I don't understand is why people can't just appreciate people's beliefs. That's one thing that I've always thought to myself how come somebody can't believe something just because it doesn't stick to how you live your life it's wrong why is that and like I said I don't personally believe religion is about putting hate onto people or to or for condemning people for how they live their life I don't believe that's what religion is about at all however I can understand why people can um, conceive uh, perceive it as that way because like what Viv said sometimes it's not always inclusive it says that gay people, me, I'm not, I don't know, but it says that pe- being gay is wrong. Sodom and Gomorrah in the Bible, it's, God destroyed that place because of what was happening. So I understand why people say that. But at the same time, if that's your beliefs, why is it that that's wrong? For me, that doesn't make sense. But what if someone has unhelpful beliefs? That's yeah. unhelpful to you. Or... But for me, but to you, that's unhelpful. If that's that person's beliefs and they're not doing anything, for example, if I say, okay, let me not even use me as an example because I don't want to get, I just want to come out. <laughs> but let's say, let's say, for example, Bring somebody it out has. Now we're listening. Let's say, no, me, me personally, I'm here for everybody. And if you're gay, lesbian, <laughs> I, me, I'll be cool with you. But let's say, for example, somebody is, for example, Christian or is or Islamic or 
Buddhist or whatever. And they believe that being gay, being bi, being trans, whatever, LGBTQ is, is wrong. If they have that view, but they're not putting it onto other people and they're not being, um, they're not offending people and they're not doing anything towards people. They're not abusing them. They're not doing anything physical, even anything verbally. They're not doing anything to people, but they're just, for example, putting it out there because we all have a freedom of speech. Let's say they're doing that. They're not doing anything to anybody. They're just saying their views. So why is that wrong? And, you know, it, and it's true because, like, there's countries. What's the country? Um, oh, God. Um, in North Korea, for example, mm. right, religion religion is controlled by um, the state yeah. and Christianity is outlawed. Um, praying and worshipping is seen as trying to overthrow the government and a person can be arrested if they're seen praying or worshipping. Mm. Um, so because North Korea is an atheist state officially, but however, the constitution guarantees freedom of religious beliefs. <laughs> however, if people choose to have individual beliefs and to choose to manifest a religious belief, that's a very difficult life for people in North Korea to have. Um, for more than a decade, it's been known as that country. Um, there, there are tens and thousands of Christians who are imprisoned under arrest for their faith. And also look at going on in china right now as well um with um the i can't remember the i, can't, I don't know how to pronounce the word the Uyghur sign game is you something i don't know how, i don't know how to say the word <laughs> but those the, what's going on in in um in china yeah. so i feel like people normally come for christianity for the reason that is the world leading faith for many people and because it makes it an easy target yeah. but at the same time I agree with Melissa when she says Christianity is not designed or religion is not designed to maybe separate or control or do all of those things. But it comes across as that a lot of times. And But then we also have to look at things that contribute to that, just like politics, like Karen said earlier. Also, cultural differences, how culture can interlink and mm. influence those things that are going on in those places. Definitely. Also, people's general beliefs or whatever. So there's a lot of things that play a part because even like in America, when somebody gets sworn in as, as a president, they have to pray on the Bible and stuff. I lay my hand on the Bible. Though. And when you're in court... You can choose sorry? which book, though. Or can yeah. you? Yeah. So does it? It doesn't have to be a Bible. No. You can take. I think some say you can take take the oath for something in it. An affirmation. Yeah, you yeah, don't have yeah. to do it on a religious book. Oh, it doesn't have to be. Okay, I didn't even know that. Um. So even just little things that when you see things that in life generally you see how religion and all of that influence a lot of things, especially when it comes to politics. But I believe sometimes it's not meant to do. It's not meant to be like seen as a way to control people. But I can see the way it can control and separate people because everything has a polar opposites. There's always things. There's always positive and a negative to every situation. So whatever something is designed for, sometimes there's always a part which doesn't actually go to the root as to the purpose why it was set up. Just like what Karen said earlier with science. Science people can take it too far. Hence why it's regulated. And I feel like those things, in certain situations like that, it needs to happen because if some things are not looked at properly or followed in the correct way that they're designed to do, just like how when, what's his name? 
Mark Zuckerberg said, I didn't create Facebook for people to be addicted, to be using politics, to be doing all of this. He said when he created it, that's not his. He just wanted somewhere where people could connect to their friends or whatever his purpose behind Facebook and stuff is. But now look at the influence Facebook has in on advertising, on politics, on people, people addicted, all of these things that has come as a result of someone creating something. And I think because everything in life is created, when you create something with a purpose, that don't mean the purpose that it's created for will always go on to be that purpose. It will still fulfill its purpose to some extent, but there's other things now that will start branch out like a, a whole load of tree branches because that's things as things grow things spread things become different people things evolve and things change and you have to adapt adapt to how certain things are but um i don't know I just, <laughs> just um but like, I, yeah go just, on just before yeah, i finish think- touching on the just religion and whether science is replacing religion and stuff <laughs> yeah p- people would like to think that it is but like just going to research and stuff. They say in 84% of the world, still of people in the world associate themselves to a religion, to a a faith. So that's 84%. Mm -hmm. So if 84% still people are still feel like they're connected to a religion and they're affiliated and they believe in that faith, for me, that's a large percentage because that's more than three quarters of the world Mm -hmm. that associate themselves with a religion. So I, I can't say that religion is... Um, science is replacing religion because I feel like religion is still very strong but the issue is maybe now is not maybe as like I said at the start influential and it doesn't affect people as much and it's not running decisions as much because science now has taken over in that manner but um, I'll leave it there (laughs) I think Karen is starting to say isn't it yeah Karen um, well, I was really just going to sort of agree with you on what you were saying in the sense that, or just to add on to your point in the sense that just like, as I said, with science needing regulations, religion also needs to be treated with caution at times because we we know historically religion has been used for evil purposes and to do very extreme things. And even in this day and age, people still use it to do heinous things so it's down to the human beings you know taking things too far just as you said with like ideas somebody can have a great idea and the intention isn't what actually happens after there so is science replacing religion i'll agree with you say no uh they're both hand in hand um and there just needs to be sense put on both um, I've, got, I've got another thing I just wanted to sort of like say because obviously um, I think Melissa said something that was sort of striking and Viv you even call, call sign that about why Christians usually get the more why we get the heat basically when things happen in the Bible because obviously I always want to say we go to the Bible what the Bible is saying if you if you guys go to like if you whatever you could read Ephesians Chapter 6, verse 12. So Ephesians 6, 12. Um, if you read that, it says, look, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness 
in high places. So what that sim- in, in simple English, what that simply means is when the hate speech is coming, that's the thing that we wrestle against. Mm. You see, it's, it's in the Bible, it's there, but it's just that we sometimes it's not taught. We're not taught what the case is. And then what does then the Bible say? If you read from the same, the same book, Ephesians 6, 16 to 17, it then goes to say, above all, take the shield of faith. It's not t- telling you as a Christian what you need to do. And ask Christians, do we have those, do we have the armor? This is what God says is armor. He says, you got to have the shield of faith. Mm. Yeah. You've got to, which, which basically is you're using it to, to quench off all these negative thoughts, all these people trying to come at you. Because the people, sometimes from the, from the Bible standpoint, we believe it's the devil. Mm. He wants to silence Christianity as much as he can. Mm. He doesn't care. Obviously, some people might feel like, oh, my guy is trying to be like bad, bad talking other religions. But the reason why we're getting this hit is because the devil knows what's up. You mm. see, the more Christians go quiet, it's over. It's taking over. Exactly. It's over. So now listen what the Bible says, what you as a Christian need to have. You need to have your shield of faith. All right. Mm. And then he goes on to say, and uh, when you read to 17, and then he says, obviously, we say the shield of faith is going to be defending all these negative thoughts, people, all these words, people are going to be throwing at you. And then on the 17, he says, and take the helmet of salvation. If somebody's on a motorbike, why do you need a helmet? It's to protect your head. Mm. And when people are talking negative to you, if you let it get into your head, what's going to happen? You're going to start doubting your faith. Oh, mm. snap. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I think we Christians are a bit hard on these people. Mm. The devil wants that. And God is saying, well, look, my son, look, put on the helmet of salvation. No matter what they're going to say to you, your salvation is in place. If you believe in Jesus, you are good. No matter what they're going to say, they might persecute you. What you're doing is you're doing for people that are not Christian. You're trying to bring the message to them. The bad talking doesn't get to me. People might say to me, yeah, now bun that, this, that. I'm still going to carry on doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You see, when time comes, I, I, I know I'm going to have to answer my own thing. And then if you carry on reading that thing, it talks about the sword, which is the thing that I say to you about the spirit world, that the spirit worlds, we use words. Words are very, very important. And people just say things anyhow. People, they just talk as if there's no tomorrow. They, people don't want to be held accountable anymore. That's why we've got the hate speech. That's why we've got this. No one has got the freedom of speech right now. In as much as people want to say, a lot of people agree to this, but now the systems that have been put in place, they've been put in place to set up the system of the Antichrist, which is the triple six. Because when the triple six get rolled out, no one is going to have a say about anything. It's going to be just, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right now it's happening. I'll give you a good example. If you guys look up, there's a doctor I need you to look up. This is a, a doctor who, who's gotten married. You know, sometimes when you look at someone's career, like what they've done, they've basically, there's someone to be reckoned with. There's somebody that has worked with the top guys, Bill Gates, the, the, H, you know, the World Health Organization. This is a person that's big on vaccines. And he's talking against it, but he's getting silenced. I'll give you his name whenever you can. Look him up. Listen to what he's saying. So this doctor's name is Giat, which is G-E-E-R-T. And then Van Den, which, which is a middle name, which is V-A-N-D-E. 
And then last name is like Bosach, whatever. Look at his resume. The things that this guy is talking about, I was like, huh? This is not, this is not a guy who's going to talk to put himself in an awkward position. This is what this guy is saying. They asked him, why are you so anti-vaccine, anti-vaccine? This is what he said. He said, look, this vaccine is designed to get into your body and then destroy the way your normal immune system responds to any other infection other than the virus. Mm. So it suppresses your own immune system. So if this whatsoever virus is floating around comes to you, you might be safe. But when it comes to any other sickness, you're not safe anymore. Which comes back to the pharmacia. What is the pharmacia about? These, these guys are about the peas, you see? They're about the peas. Are we going to learn this on the news? Are they going to tell us that actually, you know what, the vaccine that we, we're saying to take, 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 take is going to suppress your immune system? It's working, you see, it's working to defend what they want to defend, but then it's suppressing your natural system. It can't respond. Your normal human system, your immune system can't defend, let's say, I don't know, whatever whatever little disease that your system can fight off you can't fight off that now because the immune system has only been trained to react to the virus once it comes into you it defends that that's the only thing it knows now this vaccine has got the i the, the intelligence to override your system this is what this guy is saying this is not what i'm saying this is what he's saying and this is a guy who's a PhD, he's done vaccines, he's done all crazy stuff. I'm listening to what he's saying, you see. So it's a case of the spiritual element is taking over. This is the part that I was saying that religion is getting replaced by science. Because if you've got a guy who knows the science telling you, don't do this, don't do that. And then we go ahead and do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. But they're breaking people <laughs> down and people people no, 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 people have experienced a lot in the last year. So I, I don't blame people for wanting to take the vaccine and wanting to be protected because people, their lives have been controlled for the last year. People haven't wanted to do what they wanted. So when you've been broken down to that place, you will do anything to just get your life normal to some extent. And so it's, it is difficult for those people. Like I know there's people who don't believe in the vaccine and there's people that do believe in it. But at the end of the day, there's people, regardless of what you say to them, and they believe in the vaccine, they're still going to take it. They don't care. They're like, cool, I'm okay. <laughs> and there's people who don't believe in it, but, and they're going to be like, they're, yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry, Karen. No, I was just going to say more than that. But with all vaccines, there's a risk. And I think before people would just get vaccines because it's the normal thing to do if you want to go to some parts of Africa you have to be vac vaccinated and it's this idea of taking vaccinations to do what you want is not a new idea and the idea of like there being you know risks associated with vaccines is not a new idea and the other, the other thing I want to ask you have you have you have you typed in what type of vaccine this is they call it the mrna the first of its kind <laughs> google this Go no no because the only reason why i want you to see if you read like literally just type in covid vaccine mrna it's all up on google they'll tell you that this is the first type of this vaccine so we're not saying that vaccine have never been taken they've been taken in the past and people have used them but this particular one 
Even people have spoken against about how quick are you going to come up with a vaccine? This is meant to take you years to study this. You see, this guy that I've told you to look up, if you listen to what he's saying, all that I'm telling you right now is his stuff. I haven't done any research or anything like that. But because of the things that he's done in the field, I don't think he's going to put himself in a position where his reputation is going to be frowned upon by the whole world, by the whole medical. He's a person that people used to listen to. But because there's a higher power, the spiritual power, the spiritual element of this world that I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, that we as Christians, we live in a, in a prophetic, in a prophetic, we see our lives in a prophetic way. We always try to put ourselves in places where, where are we on God's calendar? Where are we according to the prophets? And right now, from the biblical standpoint, we are, you and I have even said this, when somebody gets pregnant, do you see that they're pregnant? You don't. Like literally if I slip with a girl right now and then they, they, they get pregnant, they might walk for like six months and nobody will know that. Mm-hmm. And, 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 <laughs> and now we as a society, we have now come to a stage where the triple six is now rolling out that it's pregnant right now. You see the world, the idea is pregnant, right? And nobody can see it. Nobody, but spiritually, the bump is showing now because we're living in a society where people are getting told, look, we're considering right now in the, in, in the parliament, they're debating, they're saying it's discriminatory. We don't need that. Blah, 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 blah. It's a foundation that's getting laid out for the Antichrist, according to the Bible. And this is all in the Bible. I find it so strange for all of this to be a coincidence. I'm sorry to say, but I find it so strange that a Bible that was written so many years ago is talking about things that are happening right now. Some people might say, well, but the context is this, this. Well, see it however you want to see it. But remember, these guys were prophesying. They were just telling you, like, okay, like, for instance, I can say, look, I'm going to prophesy that Melissa is actually going to get that 80 mil that we we're talking about. And then I'll leave it at that. Amen. The way, the way she's going <laughs> to... The way she's going to get that 80 mil is probably not going to be as snappy as I've said my prophecy. She's probably going to put in things. She's probably going to put some work in where she feels like, oh, it's not going to work, but she's going to just keep on going, keep on going. And then boom, she's got that 80 mil. She probably going to be like, snap, my prophet done said mine's going to pull up with an 80 mil. I've got the bag now. If she's spiritual enough to see what has happened at the end which is where we are right now, that we are living in a world where our eyes are being closed and things are being put in place. You see, things, systems are being put in place for us. And like I said, when you don't make a decision, a decision has already been made. Irregardless, you see, if you're a farmer and you don't put anything in the ground, something is going to grow anyway. Weeds will come up, you see. So you need to take that step to find out. Don't be just the person that's going to just sit back and be like, you know what? The Christians are saying this, the this are saying that. Well, find a Christian that knows what's going on. Ask them, bro, what's happening? Talk to me. Do your research. You know what? But some people, some people don't care though. That's the thing. And that's what you can't, some people don't care about finding out about stuff. Some people are just, you know, bro, some people are just, I know. and just kind of take, they come. Some people are not, they're not too concerned about all of that they're just thinking like listen i'm here to live my life 
if I so for some people that's too much headache for them that's too much stress for them to be finding out all this stuff because that can for some people that can take them like off uh, or I don't know on a tangent so for some people they're just happy but I understand the need for people to seek truth to understand things a bit more to be more aware I understand that I understand the need to do that but some people in whatever people are into people will research that and they will find more. But um, just to draw it, let's just kind of wrap it up. <laughs> I was going to say, we were a bit mad. <laughs> so just to wrap up, Karen, what's your final take on religion and Christianity? Um, I don't think that science is replacing religion. Um, I think both are existing, you know, in the here and now and will continue to. Um, I think you know you can have you the two can coexist that that mm. would be my take mm. okay yeah, i'm saying for now it's not going to happen but it's it's coming it's coming it's like what god said to the people when noah had to build the ark noah was walking around the people saying look guys something is coming something is coming something is coming and everybody just looked at him and they just looked at him as crazy the same water that destroyed the people is the same water that saved Noah and his family and everything else that God had to save. So all I got to say right now is the same words that Christians are saying around this time are the same words that are going to save Christians. And those are going to same words that, that are going to destroy some other people. And when I say destroy, you imagine for you to only find out that snap the Bible is actually real when it's too late mm, okay. that's how i'm just gonna leave it i i agree with what karen said i feel like the two can coexist but then i also feel like if um i agree with what tondra is saying like eventually there's gonna come a time where something's gonna take over something so when that will be i don't know um but from everything that you guys have said i feel like the two can coexist but i do feel like there's gonna be a time when something's gonna have to take over something's just gonna cross the bar a little bit hmm yeah, I, I agree with what everyone has said. Um I think it's 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 difficult for 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 people, especially when you believe, for example, in science or you believe in Christianity, because what you believe in is you hold it to a higher standard. And as to whether science is replacing religion, I don't think it is, because like what Karen said, they're meant to coexist, they're they're meant to live side by side. And I don't think religion and science are trying to tear each other down. Um, I think they both have their benefits and the purposes that they're set up for. They achieve that in their own ways. Are they disadvantages to some points? Yes. Are they positives? Definitely. Um, so, but then, and now what I do understand, whether it's for religion or science, though both those people are willing to put their lives on the line and sacrifice for whatever they believe in, just like what people will do. Um, I believe science is meant to make the world a better place. So is religion is meant to make the world a better place and make people better people. And also that I said, they are set up for different reasons. And I think as people, we need to be able to evolve and grow with religion and science as it evolves. But also we have to acknowledge like what Tundra said, the, the spiritual side of it, it has to be there. Like, I feel like you can be spiritual with science and religion, regardless of what it is. And those values have helped people to progress in life and to that spiritual side helps people to to be moral people and be better people and move forward. Um, I feel like both science and religion are basically never meant to be the same thing. They're meant to be different. Um, they function on different things and spectrums. 
it's, I feel like it's just one is becoming, I feel it, it'll get to a point where one is becoming more powerful and more influential than the other one. But religions and religion and science are just ideas, ideas, simple concepts that people, we as people live by. They are part of us on a daily basis and we live by them. And we have done so for hundreds and thousands and millions of years. So, and we will continue to do so for many, many more years to come. We cannot compare them and say one is replacing the other or we must, um, or one is becoming more powerful than the other. We need to learn and embrace both of them, depending on what people believe in and what people are willing to follow. We must learn, um, we must be open as well to each one because as a society, we do evolve as people and we have to be open to what the other brings to the other because I feel like the other can help the other evolve and grow if you're willing to be open-minded and listen and take in certain things that they're bringing to the table. Because like Chandrai said, the Bible talks about science and in the Bible. So there's benefits to it. So you need to be open-minded to, to how they can help us as human beings to grow, develop and evolve. But of course, we have to take into mind the good, the bad, the disadvantages and advantages. Uh, maybe some more than others. One has more disadvantages than the other. You don't know. I think it's that's down to the person and how they feel about this situation. But I do feel like religion and science both play a huge part in our, our lives and we cannot have one without the other. Um, it's just people lean towards something more than they lean towards the other side. Um, but I feel like they cannot replace each other because they perform different roles in society and both ensure that people, we just kind of move forward with our lives and... Even though for those who don't believe, they, they just have to kind of deal with it because <laughs> these no for real because they've been embedded in our lives for all of our lives. They're embedded into us on a daily basis into our lives. So we have to the other kind of cannot replace the other because they're set up for different purposes. But um, hey ho, um, Tundurai and Karen, thank you very much for coming through. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, thank you. I appreciate. It. Yeah, so you just want to drop your socials, Karen. Sure, you can find me on Instagram at Freshy Fadzi, F-R-E-S-H-I-E, and then Fadzi, F-A-D-Z-I-E. Yeah. yeah, and obviously, like I said last time, mine's giving out that free PT. You guys can find me out, DM me. We got some things happening, things in store. Obviously, gyms are opening up. Instagram. And you'll flirt with me. <laughs> I ain't going to be flirting with no one. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram, Vic, which is obviously that V I C underscore S A C H I S. Follow me. Definitely, we can, you know, we can make something happen. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And you can connect on spiritual levels. Yeah. Bring you in. <laughs> but yeah, no. Nah, uh, okay. Thank you guys. Thank you. We're out. Sweet. Yeah. We, we're... Bye. That's it. See you next time. Goodbye.